Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. This is Sandy Lynn for Female Startup Club. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's Dune here, your host and hype girl. Today on the show, we're learning all things TikTok from the queen of TikTok herself, Sandy Lynn. You might be like me and followed Sandy's account back in the day when it was called Small Business Tips. Well, she grew her account to a few hundred thousand followers, sharing tips to help other founders like us, and now she's built an entire empire out of it, including a tech business that's launching soon. It's called Creobase, and it's the platform where creators connect with high-growth brands, manage their collaborations, and get paid instantly. Now, you know how much I love to harp on about TikTok, and this episode is your step-by-step plan to getting started. And if you're on TikTok, let's be friends there too. Find me at Dune Roisin, which is D-O-O-N-E-R-O-I-S-I-N. I've been having so much fun creating these quick business breakdowns and sharing founder money mistakes. Let's get into this episode. This is Sandy for Female Startup Club. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated wow did we just write an ad yes bombas big comfort for everyone go to bombas.com slash acast and use code acast for 20 percent off your first purchase Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Hello, Sandy. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you here today. I wanted to give everyone some context about you. You have a huge TikTok following. I have your account here. Let's see exactly. Oh, my 386,000.6, million likes. That's super exact. <laughs> That's so exact. That is some crazy shit. <laughs> but for context, I've been following you for what feels like forever when we're talking about the online kind of world because you follow someone for like a year or two years and you just like can see so much change in that time. But I feel like I've been following you for, I don't know, what feels like a really long time. And I've been such a fangirl of your account back when it was still called small business tips. And you, I don't know if you were just getting started at the time, but you were doing a lot of like the dancing videos and, oh you know, the, the, the yeah. pointing to things <laughs> and like having so much fun with TikTok. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have you on here. I've been harping on about TikTok a lot recently on the show and I'm excited for your wisdom. I'm excited for these pearls. Yeah, no, I'm the biggest TikTok advocate for literally anyone business owner, content creator, marketer, anyone need to get on the TikTok, especially now. I think it's still in the growing phase. This is like the best opportunity that after Instagram in like 2015 or 2014. Now is the time. I'm with you. I obviously don't have any kind of success the way that you have, but I've been posting a lot and someone gave me a piece of advice recently where they were like, oh, you should just like mix up your content, try something new. Because I felt really like not happy with the direction of my TikTok account. And so I wasn't like, I stopped posting on it. And, you know, who knows where I'd be if I had have kept going, like when I was growing back in the day, but basically stopped for a real long time. And then someone gave me this piece of advice, another podcast host, actually. And she was like, just, you know, start posting, gave me a few kind of ideas. And I did. The first one I posted now has like 270,000 views and That's in amazing. like three weeks I've grown by like 5,000 followers and I'm like, That's crazy. what? That's crazy. And like, yeah. that's not a huge amount of growth, 
mm-hmm. but like it's still impactful. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always say that like if you're not happy when you're creating content, people can pick that up and pick pick up your energy and your content for some reason just doesn't perform well. But when you're happy with your content and content and you feel energetic, people understand that and it showed up on the algorithm. It's magical. And I changed up my contents quite a bit. If you follow me for a while, like, you know, I changed up my target audience, the way I talk, the way I present my style, everything, just because like, I feel like this is who I represent myself right now. And I'm okay with that. And my audience will grow with me as well. Yeah, I love that. That's such a good piece of advice. And I think that's definitely what happened to me. Like I was I just didn't love the direction. Like I, you know, had a few kind of videos that went really well and then I just started growing really quickly. So I started doing that same style, but I didn't actually like that style. And so then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to post those kind of videos. And then I changed to like a new style, like back in the day. And then I was also not happy with that style, but also not getting any views anymore. And so then I just stopped, I gave up and now I've come back to it and I'm having so much fun. I just like really enjoy creating those videos (laughs) besides any hate or like snarky comments that I get. But you know, besides that, it's amazing. It happens. It happens. Anyway, I'm going to get into more of these questions down the track. Let's get started by you giving us a little bit of an intro. How do you like to introduce yourself? Oh my God, this is such a funny question because I am the worst at giving myself intro. And then I always have like <laughs> someone else give me my intro and I'm like, damn, can I steal that intro for myself? <laughs> but yeah, I guess a little mini intro about me is very fast. Like I'm a content creator by day and then an entrepreneur by night. Been a content creator on TikTok for one and a half year talking about creator economy and currently a founder of Creator Base, Creo Base also building in creator economy as a creator. So hoping to bring creator much more uh, monetization strategies and making collaboration much easier. I'm so excited to learn more about CreoBase. I know this is your next big thing that you've been working on behind the scenes that you're kind of bringing out into the world. But could we backtrack a bit first and kind of get a bit of your background into your entrepreneurial path that's led you to this point? Yeah. So I started out as an e-commerce owner, actually. Um, started in when I was a sophomore here in college. I launched this like super like weird website, like a dropshipping dog website. And then I just dropship it like from AliExpress, any type of dog product that you can think of. And I read that website for three months because dropshipping was the easiest to get started out. And I didn't have any money as a college student. So I started out with that for like two, three months, get some revenue and understand how like the world of e-commerce work and Facebook advertisement work. Then I was like, okay, I don't think this is going to work in a way that I going to be happy with my products. So I literally pivoted into handmade items because I don't have the money to get into manufacturer. So I remember went into Joanne store, which is in, in US, we have this fabric store called Joanne. And I went in there and I bought a sewing machine and got a lesson and then bought some fabric and started making dog bandanas and collar leashes. <laughs> That's amazing. It was crazy. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post it on like, a, like I post it on Shopify. And then I started my roof. So the company is called Roof. I started my Instagram and started sending out influencer, those bandana, just like gifting things. And then I posted that and it sold out for the first time. It, it, it 
when it went up, it sold out. I'm like, holy crap, this is actually gonna work. So I just started hand making everything for a year straight um, to a point that I couldn't hand make anymore. Then I went into manufacturing. So that's my background. E-commerce is my background. Oh my god! Okay, I have a few questions about this. Question number one: If you were to say how much you spent to like launch that business, obviously it was like I guess. What do you think? What did you spend to actually launch? To like actually cost how much money to launch? Yeah. Well, it costs probably like a hundred, two hundred. Okay, two hundred dollar to set up the Shopify drop shipping store. I bought the domain, integrated my LLC incorporated that bought like you know the subscription and that's it like I launched the store overnight and then put like a hundred dollar in pay advertisement and I was like let's see what happened and I remember this guy my first customer from Arizona he bought a like a backpacking thing for his dog and (laughs) the damn like stupid shipping doesn't ship to him for like three months and I was like oh my god that's such poor customer service but I had no control because it was a drop shipping store but it was a great experience um but yeah yeah you learn a lot from those kind of like exactly weird things that happen and you're like well I need to move from this yeah are you able to share like within that year what kind of revenue you grew it to I always ask the money question no pressure to answer but I ask it all the same <laughs> what did you grow it to definitely the first year we grew it to five figures and then I dumped literally all my money back into development and and then like I developed my own patterns and then dump it into productions and then the second year we grew it to six figures. Oh my god, that's so cool. Is the business still going today? Are you still involved? No, we got actually offered a deal by back then it was um uh oh my god, I forgot the company names. He was it was a super big company and they actually financed to e-commerce store so you can put in your about like put in your company and you get valuation and then lend you money they change their name to something clearco yeah exactly claire bank yes so yes, i was yes. actually working with them on content creation and then they real like i have my store on the side they were looking for a dog accessory business as their model company so they actually acquired that company and got like it became clerical Oh my God, that's so cool. So do they buy small businesses under their umbrella as well? Yeah, back then it was used to, I'm not sure exactly if they buy them, but that company specifically is used for their marketing sample. So they actually bought that company for their marketing sample. That's cool. Can you share how much you sold it for? I wouldn't be able to close it. Um, There is an agreement (laughs) signed, but um, yeah, it wasn't like, a huge chunk, but it was like a great, um, I was like, okay, well, this is a, a good validation. I'm like, oh my God, there's someone who want to buy it. And I, I kind of want to get out of it as well because I really want to go into tech. So I was like, okay, this is a perfect transition where I can get some money and then dump it into something else that I really like as well. Oh my freaking God, that is so cool. Like first kind of acquisition yeah. at in your early early 20s, right? Yeah, it was um, 2020. Um, yeah, it was 2020. And it happened because of TikTok. Um, I got on TikTok and then I got connected with the growth manager of Clerico. And then that's how it happened. That is so cool. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, let's talk about Base. You got the money from ClearCo, you put it into a new business, or is there something in between, or is that the next oh, yeah. phase? <laughs> yeah, there was something in between. Um, you go to the in-between. Let's, let's move on to that bit. There's so much happened. And TikTok really bumped everything up for me. So I started TikTok June of 2020 and then launched small business tip underscore, which is my handle then. Start sharing about e-commerce stores, anything that small business owner base. And I just felt like, wow, there's so much small business owner that doesn't know the resources that are out there. And I wish that I had this type of support when I first launched. So we started this community on Geneva, which is a community platform to gather all the small business owners. Love Geneva. Yeah, I love Geneva as well. And then they can start talking to each other, formulate a community. So we started helping business owners launch their own company, marketing focus, helping um, company get onto TikTok. So it's more of a service-based business. And then that's when it started. And now the agency is still running as of right now and still making great revenue. And now I have a side business, which is Clearco. And 
soon gonna be my full time. Oh, um, my not clear God. Crow. I'm so sorry. Wait, I'm messing. Creo base. Creo base. Yep, exactly. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. Oh my God! I wish, right? I wish my side business was clear <laughs> Crow. It would be a billion dollar giant company. We all wish. We all wish. Shout out to Cluco. Love them. I've been speaking to them a lot lately and they're so fun. So fab. Okay. Where do we want to go with this? I still want to learn more about career base. When's it coming? What's the lay down? Who's it for? Who needs it? Tell us everything. Yeah, definitely. So it is coming the very, very MVP version. It will be here hopefully in spring, very soon, April. We'll be launching our first phase. CreoBase is a new creator platform that allows you to take control of your creator communities and creator career. We provide literally any tools to make creators make collaboration easy. So we help you monetize with brand deals, manage your collaboration, and get paid out instantly. So it's made for any type of creators that are on TikTok. If you are a Substack email writers or any type of podcaster, it is made for you. Uh, love that for me. That means it's made for me. <laughs> Do you have to have a huge following on TikTok or can it be for micro creators too? Yep. So we actually created that platform have in mind we are creator focused instead of influencer focused, where we actually like to target micro, nano, and medium influencer or content creator rather than mega. So yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Great. I can't wait for the MVP. Thank you. Holy moly. Yeah, me too. Okay, let's focus on some TikTok stuff and your, you know, previously known as Small Business Tips account. I read that you gained something next level crazy, like 275,000 followers in the space of like two months. That is wild. Yeah, I, I forgot. It's been a while, but within the first month, to I gain over 150k or something like that and then it quickly grew to 300k within the six months and then it went stacking it because I stopped posting for a little bit and then I, I found my groove back a little more and then we start continue posting but I went on TikTok very very early on when I was on there there was very handful of business creators that were on there so that's why I was able to grow super fast that was the type of content that worked at that time so I went on it perfect timing too. Yeah. Yeah. Like right place, right time to do your thing. Yep. Let's do a bit of a deep dive. If you were like giving, you know, the pep talk to a small business owner in the e-commerce space who either hasn't started TikTok, but knows they should be on TikTok or maybe has just started, they're like kind of dabbling, but hasn't found their feet and hasn't found any momentum yet. What is your step-by-step kind of like starting guide? Yeah, definitely. I love that question because I get asked a lot of that. My starting guide is go on to TikTok and start engaging with the type of content that you want to be created or you want to be known as. So for me, it was like business or social media. So then I go on to TikTok and hashtag and search small business tips or social media. And I see the type of creator that are underneath and start following them and go in to study the type of content they make what makes them pop, what works and what doesn't. Once I do that, I teach the algorithm, the people that I want to be following and who my target audience was. That way, when you start creating, it or, the algorithm already know who's your target audience. So that's my first step. And the second step is creating shitload of content on my draft. <laughs> I will, yeah, I would suggest you to get comfortable seeing yourself, speaking with yourself on camera 
because that was my biggest pain point when I first started out. It was super cringy to see myself and talking to myself. So draft, like do anything on the draft to get comfortable. And once you're comfortable, start creating your contents and how you're going to be able to strategically kind of create that type of contents is to study the people who you follow and go through their video banks and see, okay, what type of content did pop off for them, the topic that pop off for them, and then kind of mimic that type of topic in your own way and your own style and showcase that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for you, you picked like small business tips in the beginning. Does that mean you were then kind of thinking about e-commerce or you just went with e-commerce and that worked for you? Or did you like strategize around that or how did it come about? Yeah, so it come about naturally because your understanding of like what you're passionate about. You want to go on the platform that you feel like the most comfortable of yourself. You have the most passion and most knowledge in. And at that time for me was small business owner. And I was very integrated in the small business space. So when I'm there, I had no idea why I started talking about it, but it just felt right, right? So for people who like cooking, it felt right to go onto the platform when you just start cooking, right? So it's, you got to find that niche of your passion, but it doesn't mean that when you stick with your niche, you got to stick with your niche. You can talk about anything, right? So you can have 80% or 70% of your content more focused on your, you know, like the topic that you like and the other thing about your life, the passions that you have other than that niche, just so that you don't get overwhelmed with the constant talking about that specific type of like niche. Do you think that for like, say a business owner who owns an e-commerce store like yours, like a, a pet store online, should they be creating and focusing on building a brand account or should they be focused on creating a creator behind the brand account? As in like personal name versus a brand business name? Yeah, definitely a little latter. Um, but it also depends on the skill of your business. If the skill of your business is medium to large size, then have both. I suggest having both so that you can have your own personal one where people view you as the entrepreneur, the the aspiration piece, and then the business side where you can be more salesy, more promotional. But if you are on the smallest scale, do your own personal thing because people actually connect better with a person rather than a logo. We see that a lot on TikTok where People actually don't like following like business TikTok that much if they're just promoting everything. If you guys can do it such well, such a great job as like Duolingo, then that's perfect. It's funny and it's integrating to TikTok culture. Oh my God, they're amazing. <laughs> exactly. But I would say like start with your own personal because it's more personalable. And I think just going back to what you said a moment ago, you're, you gave a really practical piece of advice there around start just by creating some drafts to get used to yourself on camera and find your groove and kind of get over that cringe fear that you have and then start posting, like kind of get into your own rhythm and then start posting. That's definitely something I really struggled with and probably why I didn't like my content in the beginning because I felt super awkward. I felt like I didn't have a voice yet. I didn't know what I wanted to say or how my body should look even on camera. Like I was really awkward. Whereas, I mean, my style now, I don't, do any dancing or anything like that. But yeah, I had to, it took a while to find like what I was happy to do and didn't feel cringe doing, you know? I think that's a really great piece of tactical advice. Going back to, you know, that early growth for you, 150K, few hundred K in the first six months, 
how much were you posting and how much time were you spending on TikTok? Holy crap. It was also quarantine at that time. So I have lots of time. And then I just sold my business at that time. So it was a period of time that I had nothing to do other than like study. And I don't study. So like I just had nothing to do. So I post like three to four times a day on TikTok every single day, nonstop for six months straight. So that it was, I didn't, I don't know how I do it. I still don't. And I don't think that it's the growth strategy for everyone. Like you can post one post per day or three posts per week and still grow that, achieve that same amount of success. If you understand your energy, understand your audience and understand the style of content that you're creating. I was spending minimum of four hours per day, four to five hours per day on TikTok at that time. Yeah. And was that like just creating the content or was that creating the content and also engaging, researching, looking, like being part of the TikTok community? Yeah. So something amazing thing about TikTok then was like trending sounds every single day is very different. Right. So you got to be integrated in a way. So I spent probably two hours creating TikTok and then another three hour looking on TikTok. And it was fascinating because TikTok was such a new thing at the time. So you're just like scrolling. It's like endless of scrolling and information. Um, and for me, it was like doing research and understanding of what is the upcoming train trend and how can I capitalize on that? Where is like this niche going through? Who's the content creator that pop off lately and how can I connect with them? And a lot of time is networking too, networking with other creators to create that com- sense of community with each other. That is so cool. Do you think if you were posting three or four times a day now, you would have that same kind of quick growth or has the platform algorithm changed? I'm not going to lie. It probably will. TikTok is a very reward-based platform. So quantity definitely works um, on TikTok. The more you post, the more chances you have to get onto your you page. And not only that, you're giving yourself the like the idea of like what works and what doesn't so you're testing it out so the more you post the more understanding of what works and what doesn't so you get better at posting later on this girl Nadia Komodo she actually grew super super fast on TikTok she was posting 30 to 40 times per day and you did not hear that wrong <laughs> like whoever is listening they're probably like what but she grew within three months 2 million follower, I'm pretty sure. She's the founder of August, a tampon company. So she's advertising for her company, but at the same time, talking about period power and everything like that surrounding her business. I think she will be the perfect case study for any business owner out there who are wanting to get onto TikTok. We don't need to post like Nadia because no one really had that time, to be honest. I don't know how she does this. <laughs> I don't know how she does it. Well, you know what? I actually interviewed her the other day. I know how she does it. She shares it in the show. She's just like, hey, I document every single thing. I probably She said she only spends two hours a day on TikTok. She's like, I know how to do a video so quickly right now that I can just like whip them up. She was posting 50 times a day in the beginning. Now she's like, you know, the other day I posted 16 times a day. Like she's like, it's up and down. But it's so crazy. I mean, she has 2.5 million followers. Like she totally leaned into that platform. And this isn't very long ago either. She didn't start during the pandemic. She started like 10 months ago, like something. Like the power is still there to like absolutely dominate in TikTok. Like that's for sure. 
For you though, just going back to your channel, like how did you actually know what to post? Like obviously you're doing the research, you're looking at trends, but like were you planning? Did you have like a spreadsheet where you were like, here's what I'm going to post this week or this month or just today? Or were you just like in the moment, this is what I feel like doing? Yeah, so I used to have a spreadsheet. I used to have a Notion document of like the type of like posts I want to do and then like the timeframes and all that. And then I used to batch contents a lot as well. But then I realized that it's, it's, I don't really like that style of content creation because it doesn't match up with my energy that well. So I did that for a while and it worked. I could send out a lot of contents, but it, I got burned out super fast. So now what I do is that I actually just start, like whenever I have ideas, I will just like write it down onto my notepad on my iPhone. So I have a list of like content ideas that I maybe see on TikTok or I see it on article. Read a lot of article in your space because you're going to be able to get so much idea, read a lot of article, podcast, YouTube. That's where you're going to be able to get a lot of your juice flowing. So I do a lot of that, write it down. I don't write down the nitty and greedy, but I just write down the topic in general. And then I save the sound throughout the entire week that I'm looking at TikTok. And then I just like do TikTok whenever I feel like it. Like if I today I don't have the energy, I don't do TikTok. But if today I have a great energy and high energy level, then I'll batch like the entire like five TikTok. So don't have like, I don't have a set amount date that I batch, but whenever I feel like, I have a high energy. That's when I do contents. Yeah, I totally love that. I feel like that's a bit the same vibe. I tried to be way too technical and planned back in the day. And then that like really made me feel like unhappy with that kind of content. Whereas now it's like, I just do it on the spot. Like I create what I'm going to create. And then I actually feel what I'm going to create. Some piece of advice that I got given, which also just totally changed everything for me on TikTok was if you have a video that like kind of starts gaining traction or starts getting a little bit of virality, literally just keep repeating that same video. Don't try to do like this other video and this other video. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. So like I can totally see which videos are always performing and I can see which videos aren't. And the videos for me were these like it's my style on TikTok. I create these little business breakdowns of businesses from the people who I interview on the show. And I do them in like five to 10 points really quick, put them with graphics, like whatever. The videos that don't perform was anything relating to me. Like people just don't care. They don't know who I am. Like they don't like, (laughs) no, but they were used to these, these really informative kind of like entertaining business breakdowns. And so when I would do a post that's like, here's something about my podcast or something people aren't interested. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then I just totally doubled down on doing the business breakdowns. And I think that's also like why I've been able to grow. Is that what you do too? Yep, exactly. Like I test out so many different types of contents and then I just see which one does well. And I just repeat, like I literally just repeat. Um, Mostly a lot of my video have the same type of talking point and formatting because if it works it works right but to a point that it doesn't work and then you have to like start finding the new way so what I do is like I will test out different style um, I'll do like lip syncing talking in the car cutting fruits or when I'm folding like my laundry drinking wine like test out any type of content and then any type of formatting content and just see what works and then just double down on that exactly what you said Amazing. I love it. 
You've shared so many pieces of gold around TikTok. Is there any kind of like final tip worth mentioning or like your number one key piece of advice for people who are just getting started on TikTok? Have fun. Like don't think too much. Don't strategize too much. Don't think too much. Look into the TikTok community and just start creating and that's it, right? So do it before, like don't overthink anything because we tend to just, overanalyze and just don't do anything right so yeah yes don't let that cripple you from creating in general okay I wanted to I've been talking your talking your head off about TikTok but I wanted to get your kind of top three tips when it just comes to the e-commerce side of things obviously a lot of people listening in are building e-commerce brands you know a lot about that you've built a brand from a drop shipping brand like branded business account that was handmade through to an acquisition, which is crazy. What were your top three kind of like key learnings in e-commerce? Yeah. So my top one key learning with my, when I was sewing, hand sewing my entire, my line was delegation. Delegating your business is absolutely crucial. And I used to be every single thing. Like I didn't have any contractor employee or nothing. And I was burning out working 10 hour, 15 hour, I don't even know per week. So delegating is great. Like you are great at what you're doing, but there's someone out there are even better at the thing that you don't know how to do. So do that. The money you spend will be back because you're focusing on what you do the best. So yes. And then the second one will be influencer marketing are freaking powerful. Social media and influencer marketing are not going anywhere it's just going to continuously growing, especially for e-commerce, gifting or collaboration, pay collaborations, affiliate marketing. I think there's so much that need to be talked about in the space. And we didn't have a lot more time to talk about this. But um, 80% of my business revenue came from influencer marketing when I was running e-commerce stores. Third, I would say keep track of your finance. Um, finance is a big piece. When I first started out, I didn't do any of my finance and it was a shit show when I went to my CPA (laughs) and he was like what did you do over here I'm like I didn't know I had to set aside 30% of my taxation and I was like okay well now I gotta do that Um, I was a very newbie business owner I was like okay now I learned my lesson so keeping track of all your like tool your subscriptions keep it in a list because you'll be subscribing to so many things and you just forget and lose track um, so keeping up with your finance. Yeah, I love that. A really small but practical tip here is in my Gmail, I set up like folders for everything. And so I have a folder for like any press that comes in, but I also have a folder just for any invoices. So even if it's like my monthly invoice for like Zoom, I don't open it, but I just immediately file it there. So I know that they all live in that one spot. And like, if I need to look back, it's easy for me to like find everything. I don't need to try and like search invoices great tip there. (laughs) I don't know who gave me that, but it changed my life. Okay. What is the best and worst advice you've ever received in business? Yeah. Best advice is launch fast, iterate fast, don't stall. And that actually came from that guy who, from Clerical, that growth manager that gave me this advice because I was building a small business tip at that time. And I was a professionalist, like professional. Like I was like, I have to get this done. I got to get this landing page beautiful. And he was like, just do it. Like you're losing time. So just launch because preparation, you can prep all you want, but like until you launch it, you're never going to know how the market 
look at your your products, right, or your, or your company. So launch fast, iterate it, and make it better. That is a great piece of advice. Yeah, like don't build a car, like build a vehicle first. I love that. That's so cool. And the bad advice? The bad advice. The bad advice. That's something that I gotta like think a little bit about. Yeah. Okay. Always set goals. I know that sounds weird, but like one of the bad advice I got is like always have intention and set goals. In a way, I don't agree with that. It's that you when you set intention and goals, you're making everything sucking the fun out of it. And when things are actually natural and good with good passions, they actually exceed any goal that you set. Okay, so. Um, I always put happiness and passion first before intention and goals. If that makes sense, yeah. I actually love that. I really love that, and that focuses as well on just like making sure that you're like enjoying the journey, loving the day to day, and that like joy aspect for it. I'm a big goal setter, but I'm also someone who is really like into day-to-day joy and making sure that if I don't love what I'm doing, I'm just not going to do it. And I like totally iterate or pivot away from those things that don't bring joy. So true. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that.